Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 104.1 The Fish, KPAM News Talk 860, 93.1 L Ray, Talk 1640, and 93.9 KPDQ, whose own Georgine Rice, my dear friend and mentor, is welcoming you while she leads a breakout lab session and sings at this year's version of Western Seminary's Women's Center for Ministry big event. It's Hope for a Broken World, Ignite 2018. And here to tell us all about it, we're on with an old friend to our stations who serves as a retreat speaker. And at Western Seminary, Phyllis Bennett is the director of the Women's Center for Ministry that sponsors Ignite, as well as being the overseer of Women's Transformational Leadership Academic Track at all three campuses of Western Seminary. Portland, San Jose, and Sacramento. Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely. Hello, dear old friends. Welcome back. How are you today, Phyllis? Great to be here. Thanks, Mike, for welcoming us. Yeah. Good to see you again, Mike. You as well. It's always a special pleasure to have you in the house. And we're going to have all the details up on our various websites, which would include truetalk800.com, kpdq.com, and thefishportland.com, in addition to what you'll find on Western Seminary's website, but in a big picture, we're very excited about March 3rd. That's when Vancouver Church will again be hosting Ignite, and there will be spirited worship, the joy of dance, many lab sessions, including Georgine's own. So after all these years of hosting Ignite, what are you looking forward to in particular this year? Are there any standouts for you, Phyllis? Well, Whitney Willard, our keynote, is really a standout for me. And I've spent a lot of time with Whitney in the last year. She's just a delight. She's a little over 30. She loves the Word of God. She loves teaching it well. But she's had a really hard year. She contracted Lyme's disease. It took them a long time for them to figure out what was wrong with her. So hope for a broken Whitney is Mm. what it's all about. And I, uh, the um, team of speakers met on Monday night, and we asked Whitney, how can we pray for Ignite? How can we pray for you? And I loved it. Um, she shared personally, but she also shared, pointed the finger to the women that were coming. And she said, I want this um, Ignite experience to be a safe place for broken women. And I just thought that expressed it so beautifully. And so broken women that are out there and wondering where is there a safe place in Portland where your heart can be heard, where you can be fed, where you can be nurtured, um, Ignite is absolutely the place place to be because Whitney has that kind of heart as she speaks. And she's going to be speaking about hope from Romans 5 as well as Mark 5. Um, And I'm just excited about her text. I'm excited to, to listen to her bring them alive. 
We're very excited about Whitney Willard, who you may remember as being a writer, speaker, and women's Bible teacher at Hinson Baptist Church, where she attends with her husband, Neil. In her bio, it says that she holds her master's in biblical and theological studies from Western Seminary, and she loves sharing her passion for Jesus, the Bible, and good theology with others. You can find out more on her website, WhitneyWillard.com, which I will link up to TrueTalk800.com as well. So is Western Seminary the first place where you encountered Whitney Willard, Phyllis? I was, I was introduced to Whitney um, by the director of women's ministries, um, the pastor to women at Hinson. Uh, and Mary Alice um, DeBoer asked me to just keep an eye on her. And so I was at a function where I could go and listen to Whitney speak. I, my heart bonded with hers immediately. And so um, we've become fast friends since then, and I am, I'm just so delighted to share her with the city. I just can hardly wait for everybody to hear her, because the first time I met her was in a classroom where she was teaching about 75 women. And um, I was captured, and I just felt, this woman captures the heart of women mm-hmm. when she speaks. She captures the depth of the Word of God and helps it mm-hmm. come up fully alive. So um, whether she's speaking from a narrative passage, you just feel like you can climb right into the pages as that she lists that story alive. Mm-hmm. Or she's teaching from a theological passage like Romans 5, we will come away knowing it well and feeling like it's been pulled apart and it's also climbed into our heart. Uh, one of the key verses will be from Romans 5 will be... Um, that suffering produces endurance, endurance, hope, uh, a hope that does not disappoint. So uh, it's going to be exciting just to see her be used of God in such a way. Well, I'm excited that you're excited. So Sandy Snavely, as a longtime legend of the Portland broadcasting scene, what was your first impression when you'd heard about Whitney Willard? I actually didn't know her at all and had not seen her until she came to speak for our 2016 Revive um, half-day conferences, both in Vancouver and then also in Portland. And um, she, honestly, um, everything that Phyllis has just said about her is true, and then some. She just relates so well. Her doctrine is incredibly sound, and her living example is so endearing. It, it, she just motivates you to love the Word and to be passionate about it, because she is. So you were talking about how God sees us through adversity, and the two of you have kind of been through the ringer in the last couple of years in your personal lives. Are you holding up all right now? <laughs> holding up well, yeah. Yes, holding up well. Uh, I'm glad to hear yeah. that. It's tough when a loved one, or particularly a spouse, falls ill, and you have to battle these things together. But Mm -hmm. for maybe some sisters listening right now, or brothers as well, who are going through physical ailments or that of a loved one, do you have any good words of encouragement that the Lord has given you? Be real. For me, that has been uh, critical, to be real. Um, And and I love that Whitney very much expounded on that the other night. Be real. Um, Be honest. When it's miserable and when it hurts and when you're fearful be real about that but attached to the word because there's power in the word it's god breathed and so be real and be attached 
and dig deep because um, there's a desperation when when pain comes into your life and when there's uncertainty. If you're not sure that you're going to be um, that your husband is going to be with you for the next year or two years, there's a sense of great desperation. And so being real about that, not giving the answers everyone would like to hear, but giving the answers that are true, and then following that with the powerful hope of the Word. So, Sandy, Phyllis, do you believe that we as the church, not any particular denomination or building, but we as brothers and sisters in Christ as a whole, do you think that there are certain ways that we encourage such transparency and in other ways, maybe not intentionally, we try to cover things up and we aren't as honest with each other as we should be. Hmm. Well, I think for me, being real begins, uh, particularly when a loved one is not doing well, is being real together uh, as a couple. Mm-hmm. And it's been, I just feel, so, I, I, I love Dave so deeply. I, I can't even begin to express how deeply I love him, but... To watch him go through these last weeks of, uh, of a cancer surgery and uh, come out victorious on the other side with the cancer gone, and we've got some recovery to do, but he has been so kind and so tender. I mean, his main, his main concern, he, he cooks the meals in our house, so he was concerned that having surgery meant that I'd have to be back in the kitchen, which <laughs> he is a much better cook than me, and so... Uh, <laughs> We wanted to get him back in the kitchen as soon as possible. And I, I'm just so grateful, but before I knew it, he was downstairs and emptying the dishwasher and taking over and um, <laughs> so much wanting to serve me in the midst of him, my, so desiring to serve him. And so at one point he said, I know you're going to be busy with Ignite or have so much on you. Maybe we could have somebody come in and help us. And I said, please don't take that privilege away from me. <laughs> You serve me all the time, and I want to be able to serve you. Mm-hmm. So we've we've had a great time. Our our times in prayer. We've sung a lot together, just because that lifts our spirits. And we have to admit when our when our spirits are down. And so we just we sing. We've been listening to a lot of Sandy Patty songs lately, just because she just belts it out and she helps. really does. Yeah, Her she really final does. Concert here in Portland was My. just amazing. Yeah, so she's. Amazing so, woman. We were going to find out all about Hope for a Broken World through Ignite 2018 coming up March 3rd to Vancouver Church yet again. All the information will be posted at kpdq.com. On our way out, Phyllis, can you tell us any song in particular, whether it's Sandy Patty or someone else, that God used to really encourage you and your husband through this storm of cancer? I would say um, a Sandy Patty song that was really wonderful for me was... Um, uh, we shall behold him face to face, and just incredible to think of someday. That's what our hope is all about. It's the blessed hope of the Lord's return. It's the hope of heaven. Uh, and so if we don't make it through here in life, God's got a better plan. Thank you I, so much. I, I love that they, um, um, they buried somebody. She held. She wanted to hold a fork when she got buried, and so the pastor asked her why, and she said, because the best is yet to come, and that's what comes with the dessert, so you hold on to that fork. <laughs> <laughs> well, a great it's where the chocolate from, is. Uh, Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely, and all about Ignite 2018 next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. 
Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with dear old friends to our stations, Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely, representing Western Seminary and the wonderful event coming back to Vancouver Church this year. It'll be Saturday, March 3rd. Hope for a Broken World Ignite 2018, sponsored by Western Seminary's Women's Center for Ministry. So thank you for joining us and sharing with us, Sandy and Phyllis. Phyllis, can you give us a hint of what other churches are involved besides those we're familiar with through Western Seminary and through keynote speaker Whitney Willard's church, Henson Baptist Church? Well, River West is involved with us, Southwest Bible Church, New Heights Church in Vancouver, New Hope Church, Imago Day, uh, Greater Portland Bible Church, um, Harvest Community out in Beaverton, uh, Bridgetown Downtown, Sunset Church in Beaverton, um, uh, Henson Westside, a Jesus Church, Journey Church in Kamisk, Grace Community Church in Gresham, Grace Point Church in Milwaukee, uh, Meadow Springs, well, well, I'm at Christian, um, love that they've joined us, Beaverton Christian, just to name a few. Yeah, well, you've got some great churches yeah, on your list, really especially do. the ones who are too busy to give me time of day. At point. So <laughs> I say, good for you, yeah. and I'm glad that you're united in the body of Christ yet again at Ignite 2018. So of the ones that are more directly involved, how far out or how far away located is your furthest one? Mm. Well, well, they come from Salem. We've got a good number of churches from Salem, uh, and they come from... Um, northern Washington. I don't know those churches as well, but they they do come down to join us. Um, we have one of our speakers that's actually from Seattle, um, Jean Milliken, and she comes down every year. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a busy group and kind of far, far-reaching. It's also um, not just the distance from which they come, but there is great diversity amongst the women who come. Yes. And that um, age diversity, diversity, ethnic diversity, it's, um, that is just such a melting pot of God's people. So it feels like stepping into heaven and um, seeing what's going to be there um, when, we all, when we all get to heaven. No, I love that. I, I think my, my imperfect view of what heaven is going to look like someday is the DMV on a Friday afternoon. Oh, my. Just a total uh-huh. train wreck of There society. you go. It That's is. Great. Who can figure out why? We all drive. There you go. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, it's an odd little place. But And, and um, add to that mix, the, all, all the organizations that we have in our lobby over lunch. Yes. And before and after the event, everything from the Salvation Army to... Army to um, grandparenting.com to um, Soul Thirst, um, First Image, uh, Union Gospel Mission, Threads of Red, Shared Hope, uh, Ministering to the Sex Trafficking Community, mm. um, uh, the Rahab Sisters. They put on a, a, a meal each Friday night for women right off the streets of Portland. They are amazing. They really are amazing. Um, Her Worth International, which uh, ministers internationally. So you add to the mix of the women that have come, all these women from these organizations that I always call them the hidden people of the city. They don't get a chance to put their name out there. They don't oftentimes get in churches, but we're bringing um, those hidden women that need and uh, to be prayed for and have their needs met to the churches as mm-hmm. they're all gathered. So. 
So for this year's theme, Phyllis and Sandy, it's hope for a broken world. So Ignite on an annual basis tends to have a different theme to wrap around. So how did you come up with Hope for a Broken World? Well, we have a brainstorming team that meets every spring. There's about 30 uh, directors of women's ministries, pastor to women. Some are um, women that are leaders in the business community. And we gather for a whole morning of prayer and worship and we wait on God. Lord, what is your is on your heart for our city? For Revive, which is focused more on um, women's leadership, and then for the broader city as we gather together. And it is so incredible to go to that meeting and watch these. Every woman is leading a lot of women. And here they are all coming before the throne of grace saying, Lord, what, what do you have for us? And hope for a broken world just surfaced in every room from every corner. Women were just excited because they're seeing so many people that are broken around them. And unless I can admit that I'm broken, um, how can I possibly give hope to someone else? In fact, we, we're going to have a page in our in our booklet this year called Four Women of Hope um, because Lisa Reef, our worship leader, has had a really hard year. Um, I've had a really hard year. Um, Georgine Rice has had a really hard year, and Whitney has had a really hard year. So we're going to tell our stories. We're going to help hang out our brokenness so that when you see us on stage, that is who we are. We are broken women, and we uh, want to offer you hope because Christ has offered us hope. I find your transparency to be just very comforting mm-hmm. because for so many of us, especially in this social media-driven world, everybody looks great on Sunday, and everybody's stuff. And kids and homes look perfect on Pinterest. Okay, yet we're all messes. We hot are messes. We are. <laughs> and you know, the cross of Christ levels us. It's it's the great leveler, I think, of the human race. That, because there's not one of us that shines um, at the foot of the cross. We're all sinful, and we're all in need of a savior. And so that should be how we live on a daily basis, that because of what Jesus has done for us, we're on a level playing field. It doesn't matter our background, our our education, our family ties. It doesn't matter. Um, What matters is that we're sinful and broken, and we need a Savior, and we have a Savior. One of the things that I I am thrilled, um, Sandy and I chose the graphic last year, and um, we had a hard time. That was great graphic. fun. Yeah. <laughs> but um, here's our little graphic, and I know that the radio audience can't see it, but there's I'll, a I'll park you, bench. I'll make sure I post that. There's a park bench uh, with a, a light, which represents the hope. But as we've been advertising, as we've been trying to communicate what is this all about, all of us can identify sitting on that park bench, lonely, dealing with our own issues that make us feel broken. As we then try to reach out to the world around us and say, we want to offer you hope. But if we don't humbly sit on that bench ourselves and, and deal with our own brokenness before the Lord and see how much we need him, then we have nothing to offer to our mm-hmm. broken world. And what was so fun about finding this image that is so perfect for the message of hope for a broken world is that each of us in our own homes was going through image after image after image, sending them it's back so and funny. forth and saying, what about this? I don't like this. Sandy, what about that? I don't like that either. 
But in both of us, in, in the repertoire of images we were looking for, I saw this image of the park bench. Phyllis saw the same image of the park bench, and we kept saying to ourselves, hmm, I like that. I wonder if it would work. And then finally, one of us showed it to the other and went, yeah, I saw that one, too. I love that. Why aren't we using that? But this was completely separate. From yeah, completely totally, separate. Totally separate. It's all taking so place. So when people come to Ignite, there will be a park bench. Apart on the stage, there will be a drama built around that, and I have I found a lamppost for us too. Good, and so uh, we're we're excited because yeah. we want women to who are sitting in the pew to feel like they could crawl up there on that bench. Yeah, and be real. There is just something preciously encouraging and lonely about a park bench. It's where you go when you need to meditate, to think, to pray, or just to weep. Um, it's it's a healer type of a of an image, that and it's, says, there's a place for you here. It's in the suburbs. It's in the city. Because as we were looking for images, we kept backyard. trying to we, we <laughs> kept trying to find something that everybody could identify with, and we thought, you know, there's a park bench. There's a park bench. Yeah, everywhere, <laughs> so, everywhere. It was fun. So for a listener right now who is perhaps sitting on her own park bench of life right now, before we get into the real meat and the details of the different speakers and labs and this wonderful events that are going to be happening at Ignite 2018, can you speak to her sitting on this bench right now wondering if there's something else out there for her to bring her hope? Can you make that invitation to her? God knows. God sees. God hears, God is sovereign, and he loves you dearly. We're speaking with Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely. Vancouver Church, March 3rd, Saturday, you'll enjoy many lab sessions, including Georgine Rice, who will be singing as well. The Joy of Dance, spirited worship by an incredible band of women from throughout the Pacific Northwest. Hope for a Broken World, Ignite 2018. All the details are on Western Seminary's website, as well as at kpdq.com. And when we return, more from Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely from Ignite 2018 next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely, our dear friend from Western Seminary, inviting you again to Vancouver Church, hosting Hope for a Broken World, this year's Ignite 2018 Women's Conference with the Joy of Dance, Spirited Worship, Drama, Many Labs, our very own Georgine Rice will be singing and also leading one of these labs. And what other functions or features besides our keynote speaker, Whitney Willard, are either of you looking forward to? The labs. We love the labs. And just to draw in such gifted speakers, teachers from all over the city. And, of course, our theme directs and sets the stage for the labs because all of them have to be built around hope for a broken world. And so... uh, I, I'm so thrilled with some of the uh, the topics. Karen Howells, who's been uh, a keynote speaker for us in the past, is finding hope when God seems silent. What it's like when life goes dark and mm-hmm. God doesn't seem to be saying anything at all. And mm-hmm. she'll be speaking to that that issue. And she's walked through that kind of hopelessness when God was silent in her life. So it, it's not ha ha funny, but it, no. it's a peculiar coincidence that so many of us took a real beating in 2017. Yes. And yes. for those of us who are going through the chronological one year Bible this year, 
I'm a good chunk of the way through Job. So oh my. it's not like this there hasn't happened before. It's not yeah, like it right. hasn't happened again. Exactly. And right. it's not like you're alone. We also have, um, in that same vein, Bonnie Knopf is new to the lab list this year, um, so well-known uh, for being such an incredible worship leader. But she has been through a brutal battle with breast cancer. She's going to be doing a lab, including singing while doing the lab while teaching, um, called Comforting Hope in the Midst of Illness and Depression. She and her husband, Dr. Knopf, um, participate in, in conferences about depression. And so um, this is just uh, such great, great comfort for people who have been through the mill with, with cancer, with marriage breakups, with just battling depression, all of those things that cause us to kind of go dark. And so this will be great bringing up the light of the word for that. Well, thank you for that, Sandy. Do you ever have difficulty figuring out which lab you're going to sit in at any given moment? We go to all of them. We go to all of them. It's very fun. We we have to... Are you lab hoppers? Yeah. We, 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 lab are, hoppers. we are the only lab hoppers there are. Yeah. But one wonderful thing about this year that we're very excited about is that all of our labs will be recorded and will be up online free of charge um, and with the lab outlines mm-hmm. and... We're so thrilled to be able to offer that to the city this year. Yeah. Uh, that's something new for us. So, What a wonderful resource. So it's not like you have to choose one and completely miss out on the other. So that's, is good our for hope. you for putting that, that is all our together. Hope. Yes. And in this world of technology, it's nice to be able to go back and, and rehear yes. things as Absolutely. well. We, we want to leave them up there. So three months from now, oh, I need to go and listen to so-and-so talk about such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, we have one panel this year, Hope for the Lonely Heart, and we're going to be looking at uh, uh, women who are single or divorced or um, ethnic diversity, whatever tends to make you lonely, we're going to have a whole panel of women discussing how do you find hope in the midst of loneliness? And kind of a a flip side of that, hope for real friendships, the power of we, Julie um, uh, Weidman and Joy Roberts, who actually air uh, Tuesday afternoons on KBDQ. Yes, we're excited about them. So they'll they'll be focusing on real friendships and how um, the power of we uh, gets us through life. We also have a couple of really, I, I believe, provocative labs that are just so critical for our day today. Heather Murray is going to be leading a lab on hope for the Muslim world. And if ever there was a time when we need to understand the Muslim heart and the need for the gospel. Um, how do you how do you minister to the Muslim world? And so I am so so excited that she's doing that. And she spent ten years overseas, so in a Muslim community. My son is in a Muslim community in uh, Central Asia, and so I am so thrilled I to know. have Heather bring her experience. And she's still loving the Muslims right mm. here in our own country. I had an opportunity to uh, minister to Muslims in the UAE a few years ago. And my whole view of what that looks like was changed by being face-to-face and heart-to-heart in that world and watching it. It's So I think women are going to be so challenged. Well, as a seasoned broadcast journalist, Sandy Snavely, do you think that perhaps the mainstream media is missing the boat when it comes to how it describes people in general? Absolutely. So Absolutely. what have you experienced personally that you can attest to? Um, I think because of the way the world has been, 
it's easy to think that um, there's just anger within that community, that there's um, disassociation from the rest of the world, that they're isolated in their own unique environments. Um, but when I was face-to-face and heart-to-heart in the, in the Muslim world, what I found was incredible graciousness, um, such amazing kindness, such open-hearted desire for communication. It was um, opposite there was obviously um, some serious issues that that's why you go to minister. But um, I feel that I learned who these pe- who they are and that they're human beings created in God's image. And I think that's where um, the, uh, the view of how we look at people gets lost um, when we forget that we are all created in God's image. And so it gives us a heart for those who are lost. Thank you for sharing your personal experience with the Muslim world with us, Sandy. Uh, Phyllis, you talked earlier on about hopping to different labs. Do any stand out for you particularly now going through your season of life that you're especially excited about? Bethany Allen is going to be doing one called Women of Influence in a World Gone Awry. How, how, do, you, how do you be a women's leader? Um, A woman who can influence others when the world is so broken around us. Uh, And she has a real heart for the millennial generation, and so I'm I'm very excited about that particular lab. Sandy Burgess is going to be doing uh, one called Rekindled Hope, Daring to Dream Again. If your dream has died, how do you get up the gumption to dream again? And uh, Sandy's a great researcher. I'm really excited about what God's going to do through her. Hope for our teens, where... Um, we want to reach down low enough in, in, the, um, in the generations to really give hope for our teens. And we've got a gal, um, Marie Dazzleum, who um, ministers to teens and is very excited about um, doing that particular one. Mm-hmm. So in one sense, there's nothing new under the sun, Phyllis. But <laughs> with this guest speaker that you're bringing in, have, has she taught you any new tricks when it comes to dealing with the younger generation? Which one? Um, Marie? Mm-hmm. Well, we're still to see her. I met her in a class at Western, and so uh, I, uh, I'm looking forward to I haven't talked with her enough to know all that she's going to bring um, before everyone, but um, if you're a parent of a teen, um, if you um, are a grandparent of a teen, I think it'll be a great one to go to. I think it's important to note that her last name is Dazzleum, and so I really believe that's what she's going to do. She's going to dazzle us. That's exactly them. right. Yes. Oh, that's great. Good point there, Sandy. So You mentioned Georgine Rice. Mm, her laugh. She's got a really tough topic. The insanity of faith, um, comprehending hope in the face of persecution. She's going to talk about the persecuted church and how did they find hope. How do they find hope? I want to know. I can hardly wait to hear what Georgine has to say. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what she's going to pick to sing, too, or do you work oh, on that Oh, I already know, I already know, and I, I was very tender with her when we chose the song. It's um, a song called Even If He Won't, um, and it's basically the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and oh. when the fire comes, and oh. so, um, so w- what if God doesn't show up, <laughs> you know, yeah. but my hope is you alone, and that's... And I knew that she had a really hard summer with Dan's health, 
And so when I asked her, to, I said, if this is too close to home, tell me, my friend. <laughs> tell me to back off. But I just felt it was the song for her. And she received it with joy, and she's going to sing it for us. As beautiful a person as she is yes. a singer. Our own Georgine Rice will be joining Phyllis Bennett and Sandy Snavely and the crew, which would include all of these artists, spirited worship, the joy of dance, these labs, drama, women of all ages and types, walks of life, denominations will be coming throughout the Pacific Northwest March 3rd, it's Saturday, again, at the wonderful Vancouver Church, which is a great venue because there's so many rooms that are more intimate to have a smaller lab session in, in addition to having this wonderful two-tiered sanctuary sanctuary easy to get to that's so important to know it's easy to get to no passport needed to cross the bridge and they are the most gracious um, people we love 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 working with them the facility is really truly perfect it it is lovely it really is we in the Pacific Northwest tend to procrastinate and not RSVP and do things at the last oh, moment. Really? Please register. Do you have any good incentives for the early birds or for people on the fence or perhaps leaders of women's groups at the church saying, we should all do this together. Let's all carpool or take a bus. Any incentives for those who are willing to RSVP a little earlier? Well, you get a break in the uh, and the price if you register before uh, Sunday night, February 25th, and we're very eager for that early bird discount to come. And um, you get a $5 discount if you come with a group of 10 or more. And so, um, and we'll give you a group code so that you don't have to, not one person has to register you, just um, contact us and we'll send you the group code so that you can register your group and tell your women's Bible study, here's the group code, use it and go online and register yourself. So I, I, I'm so excited Yes, please register early. That helped us so much with the planning. If you hear about Ignite 2018, hope for a broken road at the last moment and you're on the fence, please come anyway. Yes. Walk-ins are welcome. Registration begins at 8 a.m. on Saturday, March 3rd. No payments with a car, so please bring cash or a check. Make their life easier. And also when it comes to things like trying to plan seating and meals and things like that, Mm -hmm. it's just so much easier when you register in advance and you could do so on their website and we'll link up all the pertinent information on kpdq.com and truetalk800.com more with phyllis bennett and sandy snavely from western seminary next on difference makers on true talk 800 thank you for joining difference makers on true talk 800 my name is mike lee and in the studio dear friends to our stations from western seminary phyllis bennett and sandy snavely Phyllis Bennett is a retreat speaker and also serves Western Seminary as its director of the Women's Center for Ministry, sponsoring Ignite 2018. She's also the overseer of Women's Transformational Leadership Academic Track on all three campuses in Portland, San Jose, and Sacramento. The Western Seminary Women's Center for Ministry is proud to bring hope for a broken world, Ignite 2018, Back to Vancouver Church. Saturday, March 3rd is the date. You have group discounts and you have... Early bird. Early bird discounts as well. So save yourself some bucks. Be good stewards of your finances, Dave Ramsey fans. And make sure that you RSVP before February 25th to have that discount. But if you're hearing about this at the last moment, 
Please come anyway. Walk-ins are welcome as early as 8 a.m. on Saturday, March 3rd. So for people who might be new to the area, Phyllis, Sandy, can you give us the view from 30,000 feet of what exactly is IGNITE? Well, IGNITE is a citywide conference for women. And when the Lord first put the um, in my heart to be a part of a citywide conference, I was actually on the East Coast. I had ministered in Portland before. I was at a Women of Faith conference, and they were singing um, the song... Um, if I can pull up the words quickly here. Um, greater things are yet to be done. Greater works are still to be done in the city. And I felt the Lord's call back to Portland to help those greater works happen. And when, we, when I first came, we were only putting on um, events for leaders in the city because there was another organization in the city that was putting on a citywide event. And then all of a sudden that opened up for for us to step into that gap and to have a citywide event for women, not just for leaders, but any woman, any woman who doesn't even know Jesus, any woman who is hungry for God and um, longing to be connected to other women, and the greatness of what God wants to do in our city. We want to respect the fact that many of our listeners don't claim to be Christian and don't attend a church. So can we Give us just a, a brief taste of your personal testimony, Phyllis Bennett. How did you come to know the Lord? Okay. Um, I was 13 years old uh, when I gave my life to Christ, and I, was, um, I had a friend who dragged me to a church event, and I was so far from God and so desperately in need of him to come into my heart. And um, I saw the movie A Man Called Peter. It was a, a, a life of Peter Marshall, and... Uh, Catherine Marshall, and I felt so broken before the Lord and felt a call to be a pastor's wife someday, which I lived much of my life as a pastor's pastor's wife at 13. Uh, it took me another 13 years before I married Dave and walked down the aisle to, to, um, to become his wife and be a pastor and wife for most of our married life. But God so came and gave me a vision for my own life. And I think that's for, for women who are broken and need hope, that's really what it's all about, mm-hmm. is to capture that vision of, you are so important to God. He has a plan for you. And so come and let that plan grow. Allow it to mature as a result of coming to Ignite. Thank you so much for that, Phyllis. Sandy Snavely, a longtime voice in the Portland broadcasting market. How about you? When did God first seize your heart? Wow. Um, I, I was born into a family of alcoholism, um, child abuse, and wife abuse. And um, to me, that seemed normal because um, what you grow up with is your normal. Um, as I grew older, I began to realize it was not normal. And I had such a, a longing um, for something to grab hold of. And also, I had a severe fear of going to hell. And somehow I really believed that I was going to because I could be such a good child on the outside, but on the inside, I was not that. I I was not a good child inside, and I knew it. And so when I was um, 14, my friend Laura Powers, we were um, sent out of home ec for making fun of the food we were cooking, and sent to the library. I was reading Der Fuhrer, and she was reading Exodus and 
both of us pretending to be quite intellectual, but she asked me a simple question. Sandy, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? And to me, God was the judge that was going to send me to hell, so that terrified me, the question itself. But she promised that she would tell me the rest of the story. So the next day she did, and I was amazed by that story. So that night in my room on my knees, I asked Christ to come into my life twice. I wanted to make sure the first time took, and my life changed. Sadly, my life changed for only one year, and then I slid right back. And being out of fellowship with the body of Christ and not being in the Word, I went right back to being a drama queen, literally in drama. And um, after I got married and began having children, just two, I was hungry again. I was desperate again. And in a flood of tears at my kitchen table, I begged God to take me back. And I heard him say, after a long time of weeping, I heard him say, Sandy, I have never left you. You are the one who left me. Now come back. And so I did. And everything changed. I love hearing so many testimonies over the years. But yours, Sandy, and yours, Phyllis, I know touched so many people, so many women's lives over the years. When it comes down to it, that I see as one of the core reasons of why you're bringing Ignite 2018 to this broken world, to bring them the same hope that Jesus has brought each of you. So can you give us any of your favorite moments about Ignite, whether it's about preparing for Ignite 2018, which is coming up on March 3rd to Vancouver Church, or about any of the Ignite events from the past that stand out in your mind? One event in particular um, was when Joy of Dance sang, and they were pretty new to us. I mean, they danced, and they were pretty new to us. And we just had a God moment. God so showed up, and we were all in tears. And I had to go up, and I moderate the event, and I needed to be on my feet. And I thought, Lord, I have nothing to say. (laughs) The Holy Spirit said to me, you don't need to say anything. And I looked down at my cell phone, and we were six minutes ahead. And when does it ever happen at a conference? You're always running behind. And so I went up and I said, God is here. I can't touch this moment. We just need to worship him. So we all got on our knees, and we were, we were weeping. And so I looked up the guy at the sound booth, and I said, rerun that song. And he did. And I didn't know since I was kneeling in the front uh, facing the altar, um, that joy of dance came in and were dancing around us. It was, it it was such a God moment, and we get that every year. Every God year. shows up in incredible ways. There are God moments where we we say, "Wow, we could feel His presence in this room," and I I pray for them every year. Lord, give us those God moments. Last year, Georgine Rice was singing when we had an incredible God moment. Yes. How about for you, Sandy? Anything stand out, whether it's preparing for this year or at past Ignite events? You know, the thing that stands out may seem very strange because it's not one particular thing. But um, needless to say, everything that takes place in the plenaries, when we're all together and... um, and Joy of Dance is dancing, and the worship team is, is singing, and the speaker is speaking, and all these amazing things are taking place. The drama, which every year has been phenomenal. Um, all of that is, is 
unspeakable joy for me. But added to that is walking into the lunchroom during lunch and just um, watching women and share at the table. And I like to go from table to table and meet people. And um, inevitably, they are all talking about something that took place in their lab, something that um, just sparked them during the plenary, and um, just watching them debrief on what was happening to them at that moment, how Ignite was ministering to them in that moment, um, makes all the prep work so worthwhile. Thanks so much for sharing that, Sandy. So, Phyllis, Sandy, for someone who might be on the fence right now, could you give out one more personal invitation to Ignite 2018? Come. Don't miss it. Come. (laughs) We will miss seeing you, so please come. And bring a carload of your girlfriend. A whole truckload. A bus would be nice. Yes, that would be great. You can save some money if you RSVP before February 25th. But if you hear about it at the last moment, please feel free to come as a walk-in on Saturday, March 3rd, with registration opening up at 8 a.m. at Vancouver Church. Don't forget about the early bird discounts as well. And Whitney Willard, the wonderful writer, speaker, and women's Bible teacher from Hinson Baptist Church, will be this year's keynote speaker. It seems like very many of us have not had the easiest of years. But there is hope for a broken world, and women, you'll find out a lot more about it at Ignite 2018, featuring a lab and music by our very own Georgine Rice. All the details are at truetalk800.com, kpdq.com, thefishportland.com, and on Western Seminary's website as well. So, Phyllis Bennett, Sandy Snavely, I just want to thank you for your friendship and for the lives that you have touched over the years. And thanks for coming in today and being a part of Difference Makers. Thank you. It's been Thank great to be here, so Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love being us. with you. You do a great job. Thank you, Mike. You as well. You're listening to True Talk 800.